You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time to go inside the front office of the Athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend. The David Forst Show, the general manager of your Oakland Athletics. I'm excited to see what year two is like for Mark Kotze because we talked about it with you. I mean, you've been doing this for so long. For Mark Kotze, came out of a lockout. You guys just had to, like, put a team together and go, here you go. Right. And this year's different for him. He can now implement a little bit more the message, the players. He's now known who the players are going to be for a while. So I'm excited about year two. What are your expectations for the manager for year two? I mean, I'll say first, like, let's give Mark some credit for last year. Like, that team, you said he couldn't talk to anybody. He got thrown together. By the middle of the end of the year, like, that team was his team. Like, he did a great job last year leading that club we played hard through the very end obviously a disappointing year results wise but that club played hard like all the way through the last series so i'll give mark and his staff a lot of credit for what they did last season uh he obviously had a full off season this year he and i talked just about every day he was very involved with you know the players we brought in he spoke with jace he spoke with Aledmus, with aggie before we brought these guys in so you know he was on top of things and he's had a full spring training now to really you know, more than sort of his style of play, I would say just put his, like, his brand of leadership, his culture, everything, everything about this clubhouse is marks, and it's it's really fun to see. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's I, I guess you could say kind of like when we had the COVID season, a manager, like, whether you could talk to your players or not, you didn't know when you're going to play, and as you mentioned, couldn't even talk to the guys yeah. last year in the lockout. Just such an odd time, so it's going to be fun. He's kind of there's that nervous energy for him as we talked with him, and, and it's like his second year. I kind of like that. You know, there's a little more expectation. There's a, you know, I don't care what the outside says. Yeah. It's it's what people think inside, and I think people on the inside need to understand there's more expectations wins-wise, play-wise for this team than what we saw last year. Without a doubt. Yeah, I think we knew we were in, you know, we were on our heels last year from the beginning, sort of playing defense, so to speak, and we'd moved a lot of guys. We'd brought guys in at the last minute. Like, we've had a chance now to, to sort of set this up. It's still going to be a challenge. Like, we got a really good division. There's a lot of teams in our, you know, in our division, in our league that are going to be really good, um, but we've had a chance to play offense and to really – you know, bring in some guys, make some trades, bring up some young guys. We got a good look at a lot of players in spring training, and and Mark's excited. Everybody in there is excited because I, I think they know there's a lot of talent in this clubhouse. It, some of it's young and inexperienced, and we're going to see the things that go along with that. But there's a lot of talent here. You know, we were looking over the roster and how things change. You know, last year to this year, you you got like three carryovers. From pitchers, position players, there's a lot of change. Yeah. It's something you've done throughout your career. You right. think about your long career with the A's opening day. Like, we get all jacked up. But what's the opening day roster like? But the reality is this roster is going to change so much. So what is the opening day roster, and what does opening day mean to you? Well, you're right. I mean, this is this is what we do. I think those of us who've been here a long time and, and – you know, the nice thing about Cots and most of the coaching staff, they've been here a long time. They're used to it. There is there is a lot of turnover. There's always a lot of new faces. Um, and to your point about sort of opening day for versus the rest of the year when 
when Mark and I spoke to a number of the players the other night who didn't make the team, we made it very clear there there is an opening day roster and everybody wants to be here. Everybody who's not on this 26 man is disappointed. But the reality is those guys are going to be here at some point because we're not getting through here with 26 guys. We're not getting through with five starters or 13 pitchers or 13 position players, however you want to break it down. So this is, you know, this is going to be a team, real team effort, a full roster effort. So we know it's part of being here. We know the turnover. We know we're going to have to rely on a lot of guys. And, again, having Mark here as a player, as a coach, he gets that. He gets it's part of sort of the fabric of what we are, and he's able to roll with it. So, like, next week we're not going to see all these media people in suits next week? I can't speak for them. I hope they keep showing up. I, and I have a feeling if I have a feeling if Fuji keeps pitching, they're, a lot of them are going to keep showing up. But We'll uh, be here. I can guarantee you. Right. Ace cast, we will be here. Hey, I enjoy, enjoy the attention. I enjoy the excitement that comes with opening day. Hope everybody enjoys it. I know we're going to have a lot of people here tonight, and that's fun. All right, so five-man rotation, five-and-a-half with a swing guy, sure. six-man rotation, when you have days off, when you don't. Like, it's never officially been done yeah. for a full season. Or How, how do you see it playing out? We're, we're using the word flexible. I mean, we, we started this in January when – when the idea of, of having Fuji as part of our rotation kind of became real, we, you know, we mapped it out, and, and you sort of put him each day of the week, see what it looks like working around him. I mean, the reality is he may get three or four starts in and say, hey, my body feels really good. I don't need a full yeah. six days of rest like he had in Japan. So that's why we're not, we're not saying, yes, here's the six man or here's the five and a spot start. Like, this is going to be flexible. It's going to change. We know, unfortunately, there are going to be injuries in the rotation because that's the reality of playing, and we'll adjust around that too. So right now, yes, we've mapped it out through, you know, basically through the Baltimore series, and we know we're going to need an off day while, excuse me, a spot starter while we're in Baltimore. But beyond that, we'll see. We'll see how guys bounce back. We'll see who needs extra days. It's never, for me, it's never a bad thing early in the year to give a starter an extra day of rest. If you can do that, it's a long season. 30-plus starts is tough for these guys, and frankly, not a lot of our guys have done it. So I'm, I'm totally fine with being flexible. Mark and Emo can roll with it. We'll just see how it goes. I know that the number fluctuates, but really the average team is going to use at least 13 guys a year, everybody in baseball. It, yeah. it is what it is. Who is the five-plus guy? Who's the swing man who's going to be so valuable because he's going to need to bridge to get you right. to the to the high-leverage relievers? He's going to have to give you quality starts, and he's going to have to give you innings coming out of the bullpen. Who do you see being that guy? Well, right now, Aller and Adrian are the two, you know, sort of most obvious candidates just because they're stretched out. They were, you know, they were preparing to be starters. Um, you know, Aller, I think, got up to four, maybe five innings. Adrian, a little interrupted by the WBC, but those are the guys who can give us some length and really, you know, give us two or three innings one day and then maybe start three days later if we need it. After that, we'll see who, you know, who's pitching well in AAA, who's healthy. We can't do anything really with roster guys for 15 days. Once those guys are optioned, they're down for 15 days. So you look then at the non-roster guys if you have to make a move in the first two weeks, and we'll see who that is. Boy, Aller, it's amazing. Like, professional athletes, sometimes the light just goes on. And he talked about with us in spring about his relationship with Stephen Vogt, Stephen Vogt helping him be a pro. Yeah looking the way he ended the season and how he threw the ball in spring training, you now know why you guys want him in the Bassett trade and why he was the Mets minor league pitcher of the year. You, you yeah. see that now. I mean, going tonight, 
Kyle Muller, I mean, 6'7", left-handed. He looks it. I mean, it's – I'm excited. I mean, the yeah. future for him. We've, we had never seen him before, and we talked about how special he could be. Now we saw him in spring. I mean, he could be yeah. the guy. It's, and then, look, it, I, we know it's a little unconventional. You basically throw a rookie out there on opening night. You know, he's got a handful of starts in the big leagues under his belt, so it's not going to be his first time out on a major league mound. But the reality is that's kind of how the cards fell, and he's pumped. I mean, I've, I've seen him now a couple days in a row sort of jumping around in the clubhouse. He's excited to be out there. Now, obviously, that also comes, you know, opening night, you got to kind of calm the nerves <laughs> and you don't throw the first three to the backstop. Um, but I'd rather have a guy who's fired up and excited about being out there than a guy who's scared and not sure he's there. So, I mean, I, I'm sure you've read the story. When Cots told him, you know, he dropped an F-bomb and was fired up yeah. right from the minute Cots told him in his office. So that's the kind of enthusiasm you want out there. I know everybody else is sort of feeling that when they go out there between the lines. So it should be fun. I, I don't know who they're throwing tonight. I haven't heard yet. But, uh, you know, we'll do the best we can. Yeah, is it an opener? I mean, what do they have going I tonight? Know. I don't know. Whoever they throw out there. We'll Some be guy? We'll, we'll be ready. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, one thing that we've talked about today here on the show, speaking of that guy, yeah. I, don't, I can't remember the last time we've had this momentum for the game of baseball, whether it was all the excitement with the WBC, all the great games that ended with Trout and Otani, which, you know, it couldn't have come out any better. Yep. Uh, the new rules have everybody excited. I don't know if you followed the Yankees and Giants today. They had a bazillion strikeouts in this game. Like, it was a record for two starting pitchers for strikeouts. Still only two hours and 33 minutes. So, there's a lot of excitement. Can you remember last time that our sport had this momentum, this much momentum yeah. going into a season? No, it's a really good point. And I, and I think it is it's the combination of those two things, the WBC and the rules, that, frankly, just a lot of people talking about baseball in March, which is great which is great. We always go up against a tournament. There's always NFL offseason. Draft. Yeah, yeah, there's always stuff going on. But but I think MLB did a great job of, you know, the advertising campaign, talking about the rules, and people are excited to see it. And the WBC was incredible. I mean, yeah, I think it was – I think it was actually one of the Angels writers, Jeff Fletcher, tweeted out, like, what are the odds you play a 20-team tournament over two weeks and however many games? And it actually comes down to the exact scenario that everybody wanted it to yeah. with Otani facing Trout with the game on the line. So that was great. It was fun to watch. We went to the, the U.S.-Mexico game at Chase, and the, the atmosphere was unbelievable. So all those things sort of coming together, I do think there's a lot of momentum here to get the, start, the season started on a good note. Your fingerprints are all over this team. You, you got some veteran guys, but who are the young guys that you say, I'm really excited because I could see them being A's two, three, four years from now? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's what we think about all the time. The obvious one is Shea. I mean, we saw just a glimpse of Shea last year in August and September, saw what he can do on both sides of the ball. He looked locked into me at the plate all spring. Um, I'm excited to have him sort of run this pitching staff, be behind the plate. As, you know, as much as health allows him to be back there, he's going to be behind the plate. We're really going to rely on him a lot. Um, and the other one is, is Estrue Ruiz in center field. And, and, you know, we believed in this guy as part of that trade. Coming over here, we thought he would win the center field job during spring training, and he definitely did. And he obviously has a, a tool, a skill out there that is, that is unique, that we haven't had here in a long time. We saw a little bit of him running in spring training, and I expect we're going to see a lot of it during the season. I think you told me that it was Keith Lipman 
saw him with like Amarillo or something like that a long time ago. Absolutely right. Yeah, good memory. He sent me a text in May of last year when he went down to see the Midland Club play against San Antonio. And he said, you got to look at this guy Ruiz. He's like, I haven't seen anybody dominate a double A series like that in a long time. So, yeah, you're right. Lip was the first guy on him. I mean, that's saying a lot. And then that takes us to the question where a lot of fans are like, wait a minute, Christian Pache, you got him in the Matt Olsen deal. Yeah. Like, uh, he's out of option. That, that can't be easy because you knew someone would grab him. You had to make the trade. Yep. Um, how tough was that decision? Because, you know, we know you saw Pache as part of the future. Yeah, we did. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's a, the thing where we just ran out of time because cause he was on the roster so early with Atlanta, came over to us. He ran out of options this year. We knew we were going to have to make a decision. And, um, you know, there are a lot of great things about Christian's game. And we saw the defense and the speed and the base running last year. We just felt like we couldn't, you know, couldn't take the time for him to develop as a hitter that we really needed. But we knew we knew somebody would grab him. We got a reliever we really liked in Billy Sullivan, who's going to go to the Vegas staff. And I imagine we'll see here at some point this year. But, you know, we wish Pache the best, but it just we just kind of ran out of time on that one. We used to talk a lot when this team was in the playoffs. You'd come on the show and you had a great saying, ball goes far, team goes far. Yeah. This team's a little bit different. And... Talk about the running A's. You stole a ton of bases in spring training. Do you see this as maybe what what how the A's are going to score some runs this year, some more runs? We're going to be the running A's this year. <laughs> I would take the walking A's, to be honest. We led Major League Baseball in walks in spring training. That was the stat that I noticed this spring. And when we have been really good and our teams are offensive created runs, and even at the beginning of some of the, that 0-0 through 0-3 run, the 12, the 14 run, when you saw the offense kind of come into shape, walks were the first thing we did well. So I was excited about that. Yeah, we were also up there in stolen bases, and I think, you know, I know I think Mark knows how to take advantage of some of our personnel, um, but I think we're going to have a more exciting offense this year, and that was definitely part of the plan. Is this year 23 or 24? 24 for me. 24. Yeah. I mean, who would have thought? Here you are, <laughs> the star out of Harvard, um, 23 years with one organization. Many people, most people don't have that kind of No, run. I'm really lucky. And I still, you know, I'm still nervous as heck for tonight, 24th opening day. And uh, I still, I'll still have a hard time sitting up there watching this one because there's so much emphasis put on opening day. It's the best day and the worst day of the year because it's the only thing you have to judge this team on. You're so excited. <laughs> You're so excited to play. I can't wait for our guys to get out there. And then after like, I guess now two and a half hours, you only have one data set to, to look at for the next 48 hours. So we'll see. Hopefully it's a positive one, and we'll get it out of the way and play another 161. So if the team goes out and blowouts the Angels tonight, it's a party. And if it's you a, have we're a, popping bottles. Or if, you have, or if you have a problem, it's like disaster. That's kind of how it feels, unfortunately. But it's, it's a fun night. Uh, also good news is that you, you got a lot of talent there with Fran Reardon in Las Vegas. For sure. How does that make you feel that you know you're going to need that? You're going to need the depth. We are. That you have a ton of depth down there, pitching and position players. Yeah, I mean, the upside of having to make some really difficult decisions the other night in San Francisco is that we know we've got guys. Position player-wise, you know, Kevin Smith is there. Obviously, the young guys, Soderstrom and Geloff. We saw what Pablo Reyes can do. You know Jonah Bride is there. Jordan Diaz, like, we're going to get to see those guys up here. It's nice to have that cushion. And on the pitching side, too, you know, Hogan Harris, Louis Medina came into spring training and, and really showed their stuff. On the reliever side, you're going to get some guys who come up here, and, and we got to get some of our guys here healthy. you got to get 
Blackburn and Rusinski and Tarnock back out there to, to help with our depth. But, yeah, Fran's got a good club. They start in Reno tomorrow afternoon. That'll be fun to watch. How is Geloff doing? He's doing all right. He came out of that game in yeah. Peoria that night. Little zinger on his shoulder that, that kept him out last year. He may be a few days behind, but no damage. We did an MRI. He may miss just that first series in Reno, but he'll be ready to go. I'm excited. You know, last year, you, you, you knew what last year was. We talked about that with, with Mark before you. It, it, we, just, we just knew yeah. it was going to be tough. And you'd mentioned that, and you were very honest about it. It's just this year, let's end on this. It just, it, it does. I don't know. I, you don't know. It just, it feels different. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Again, like I said, there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of inexperience, too, and we're going to have to deal with that. And on a day-to-day basis, we're going to have our ups and downs. But there's some good, good players here. I'm looking forward to watching them. Great stuff, as always. We always appreciate the time, and good luck tonight. All right, Tony. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.